football season is half over and we have a ton to talk about. I'm Jeff. I'm Tom. I'm John. I'm Kim. And this is a 3 Old Reds Fans podcast coming to you just a few miles from the heart of Cedarville, the famous birthplace and final resting place of Reds pitching legend Bumpus Jones. Uh, as a listener to our podcast, thanks for being one of the most loyal Reds fans ever. We have a five-star rating on the Apple Podcast app, but we love more ratings and reviews. Leave us a review there or comment on our page on podbean.com or any other podcast app that lets you comment. And follow us on Twitter at 3 Older Reds Fans or on Facebook. Um, so here we are, guys. It's been a while uh, since before the season. We all had a chance to gather. Uh, we've got John with us tonight, so we're like four Old Reds fans uh, for tonight at least. I and, miss uh, seeing you guys. It's yeah, good to be back yeah, together. It is. It is. Yes. It's very good, and you know we had a little uh, Casano's pizza beforehand, and my all t- one of my all-time favorites growing up around here. And uh, uh, John's just been regaling us with his impersonations of Gilbert Gnarly and Gilbert Gnarly, G A R L E Y. Okay. If you've been around Cincinnati long enough to remember Gary Burbank, you get that. If not, then I'm sorry, but it was. It was some it's, of the funniest stuff ever on radio. You do that impersonation for this podcast, we'll get flooded with listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about first half of the season, and these are some of the things we're going to hit. So stick with us. We're going to talk bullpen, of course, starters. we got a couple all-star outfielders. We've got some rookies that have been playing well. Uh, Joey Votto, come back from injury, and he's been hitting great lately. Uh, Suarez, wondering what's going on with him. Uh, we've got injured guys that are coming back after the break, so we'll think about we'll talk about what to think about that. Uh, trade deadline won't be soon after long after the uh, yeah after the All Star game, and so I, I was watching MLB uh, Network today, and uh, we'll see what's uh, going on with that. Uh, they they talked a little bit about the trade deadlines and different teams, talk about the state of the NL Central and and so forth. So those are the kind of things we're going to hit on. So. Um, so this team is sitting 43-40 and 40 right now as we speak. They're just, uh, what, we in the first or second inning here tonight at John's house watching, and um, it's, they're playing the Royals opening this series on a Monday night. DH. DH is, is in, in force Winker, tonight. Who's Winker's your DH tonight. Oh, well, I love the DH, as you know. So I will say it's great to sweep the Cubs this yeah. past weekend. That's fun. The only, the only team better to, to sweep is – the Cardinals, of course, who we hate. Um, and but you know, I, I I got the opportunity to go to the game yesterday. You know how the Cubs fans show up. It's yeah. just it just makes me sick. Yeah, it, blue hats everywhere, and they're starting chants during the game. Let's go Cubbies and everything. So I was so glad to beat them. It made it so that you much know, better. You know, we have swept every team in the division this year. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Read that. Yeah. You know, the night I went to the Reds game, they played the Cubs and hit like three or four home runs and and beat them too. And that was fun. So. Well, I saw a stat that uh, 10 days ago, I think it was, the Cubs and the Brewers were tied. Yeah. The Cubs lost nine well, in a row. And yeah, and the Brewers have won 11. Like 11 they had won 11 in a row. They lost yesterday, finally. To so. Pittsburgh. To, to the Pirates of all teams. But <laughs> Brewers don't have much offense, so, you know, they're going, <laughs> they're going to win for so long. So. Yeah, but they have pitching. They do. They certainly do right now. And um, – so we got bullpen has been the biggest thing, sort of the bane of the of our existence for most of the season. But lately, past month, especially in the past ten days, 
it's it's been solid. And uh, bullpens give up runs on occasion, but all those one-run wins lately in the four-game four thing, as Kim said, we walked in, you know, the, we only scored eight runs in that series, and we still, we still won it. Because the bullpen, 10-plus innings for the bullpen, zero runs. Yeah, zero runs. So we'll take it. Bullpens have become so important because starters just don't go as long. So, um, what uh, and Antone's still out, right? We don't yes. have him in there. Yes. Um, Garrett's what eight or nine or ten now appearances without giving up a run. Eight, hmm. yeah. Something like that. Wow. Um, other guys doing their jobs. Other, you know, this Brad Brock guy's been pretty good. So, <clears throat> I mean. Is there confidence in this bullpen, or is there, do we still have our fingers crossed? Oh, I don't know why you would uh, – if, if you were Bell, you know, you have a guy out there and he goes one, two, three, the inning before, and you take him out. I don't know why you do that and then take a chance on the next guy out of the bullpen. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get. You just had a guy sit down three in a row, let him go out, get another out or two or three. Yeah. Why take your chance? You just don't know what you're going to get out of the bullpen. Well, Kim and I were just talking yesterday before they brought Garrett in. Brock had just done the eighth, to your point, got three outs, got the first out in the ninth, and they pulled him and brought – which I thought maybe it was because the left-handed hitter was coming up. No. There was a right-handed hitter coming up, and they brought him in, Garrett in. So I was – was, and he su subsequently threw six straight balls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah got out of it with the double play, so. Yeah. You know. Um, we got lucky. Sure. Sure, it happens. It takes 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 luck. So there's no doubt about that. Do we need a do we need a closer to be the guy going down the stretch? You think that would does that role need to be defined? It's a question. Do do we need to go get a closer, or do we count on Antone and Lorenzen and Garrett and Garrett? Oh, well, Lorenzo, wait a minute, I'm going to get him till August, so. Is it that long for him? I mean, it could be. Was, is, well, maybe not. I he's, don't know. No, he's getting ready to make a. He's in Louisville now. He's in Louisville getting ready to make a, um, what, a, uh, a rehab start. Is that right? Yes. So. He, we, I think he went one or two innings in Arizona. Did, did yeah, Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's rookie league ball down there. Yeah. So, it doesn't show much. Um, <clears throat> what, uh. What about starters? That's been a big change we've seen. We started with five guys. Now we've got four of them still. And uh, Gutierrez, who's pitching tonight, has been, has been, you know, I mean, but as much as you could expect out of a rookie, good, I think. Yeah, good surprise. Been good surprise. And um, so that's – So I know Sonny's back, right? Yeah. He pitched really well last pitch. But how, do you guys know how is he physically? Is this just – He's back for a few games, and he's going to go on to DL again? You know, you, you said it, Tom. I don't know if you remember he's when we – back. Our one podcast, you mentioned, can we count on him with his back? Yeah. I'm thinking, sure we can. Sure. But <laughs> no, we can't. It must be something serious enough that he's just not going to make it through a year. Yeah, and he did sort of like a Tyler Molly the other day. In other words, he went five innings with 102 pitches or something like that, which has not been great. But, again, his first outing after missing 10 to 14 days. So, yeah, that's understandable. But to your question, Jeff, the starting pitching has been very good. Yeah, it's been good. Very good. good. Uh, can cannot complain. Even Castillo. The past three or four hours felt bad for him the other night. Had the no hitter going, and then the rains came. Yeah, um, but he has been 
much, much, much. Of course, there was only one way to go. <laughs> yeah, you know, he has the next good start. His ERA is almost under five, so you, you trending very well. I mean, and then Miley. Miley's who, been our best starter. Him and Molly. Very I mean, consistent. Those two guys are one, two, been our best guys. Statistically, Miley's a little better, but, yeah, it's not much difference. I mean, they're, they're both been been the best pitchers on the on the team and and i i'll just say this next year at this time hunter green i don't know if lodolo will be there but where will we be there i mean the starting pitching i know we're talking about this year but i'm just going to push it forward the starting pitching seems to be in a good spot it does on paper it really yeah. does yeah green hadn't been that great in louisville yet but i think he will be i do too i mean he's like one and three, I think, is ERAs up around four or five, up in the up around five or high fours or something to start after he dominated in Double A. But he's, I mean, he's thrown, his fastball is he has not lost no velocity. If anything, he's gained velocity since his surgery, and he just still needs to learn how to pitch. I mean, he didn't pitch a lot in high school to be honest. He was mostly a player, mostly shortstop. a shortstop. Yeah, I think that's what I don't think the physical aspects are questionable it's up in his head who you know he needs to know how to pitch at the big league level and uh you know tucker barnhart he's good to have behind the plate yeah for a kid like that yeah that's a good point yeah you know and and stevenson's getting experience back there too so yeah he's Mm -hmm. looked great and 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 he's a rookie that's unbelievable (laughs) and jonathan india but yeah i have to go on record say it tom texted the other night and talked about Jonathan India, oh, and 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 playing him, and uh, you were in Phoenix, and I said, did Tom actually? Uh, I, I think that jet lag got to you, but uh, love uh, love to be wrong on stuff like that. Amen. Yeah. So, Lodolo has been projected to get to the majors quicker. I don't know if that'll be the case. Um, I think, um, you know, this whole Kyle Bodie guy and drive line and all this stuff. You know, the pitching you know, consultant stuff and change and looking at how they're doing that, um, I think is starting to, to show some fruits. Uh, they're, they're getting, they've got a lot of guys that are pitching well in the minors. Um, they've got, um, uh, you know, I've been a lot, ton of Dayton games this year, which is high a now. So we're seeing guys there a little farther along, uh, they, you know, they got a couple guys in their top 20 prospect list, you know, a guy named Graham Ashcraft who just got moved up to double A. He pitched, he had three starts at Dayton and two at Chattanooga in June, didn't give up a run. Wow. Uh, there's another guy down there, Eduardo Salazar, who doesn't project as much as, as big of a prospect, but has, I've been impressed with him. I think he knows how to pitch. There's another guy named Noah Davis that has pitched well there. So, and, and the relief they've got they've had some guys out of the bullpen be really good um so i think uh from the things i hear and the and the discussions i have with people there sounds like this thing is starting to make a difference in the organization as a whole and so what's that going to mean is that what's that going to mean down the down the road so i've always um, been impressed with with like the twins and and tampa bay being able to to all consistently as a small market do well and maybe you know the reds put some of the stuff in place will 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 be similar to that yeah that's that's the hope that's the hope and you know dayton which is usually 
the Dragons are never in hardly ever in contention in their league. You know, they've got the second-best record in the league right now, mm. leading the division. They've been in first place most of the year. Uh, not a lot of power on that team, but it's not a lot. that's not a great hitter's league for power anyway. But uh, they've had some guy, a couple guys move up, uh, a couple guys that are there that are hitting the ball well, infielder types, outfielders mostly. Not big guys, but Aleo Lopez type guys, to be honest with you, you know, guys that uh, that, that can hit. Um, and that seems to be what they're looking at. The one guy I really love there is a is a, a guy he has been batting leadoff for them. His name is Jacob Herdebees, and they he was an undrafted free agent last year uh, from West Point, hmm. and he um, he uh, undrafted because there were only like five rounds last year because of COVID. They only drafted this year. They're going back up to more not as high as they used to be maybe 25 or something. I can't remember the number off the top of my head. But because there's fewer minor league teams now, they're going to be fewer draft tip, draft picks. So, but anyway, this kid, I mean, he's the fastest kid in the organization. Uh, he's a good bunner, which you guys would love. <laughs> uh, uh, he uh, He's great on-base guy. His, his on-base percentage has been up over 400 all season. He walks. He's a left-handed hitter, um, outfielder, 5'11". Really, really, really looks good. So how is he playing if he's from West Point? Oh, well, they changed the law. The law it was a new law signed in in 19, I think. They changed the rules. Yeah, uh, they delay their service. They delay their service now. But but only on a case-by-case basis no. because, yes, because there's a guy from the, I believe, the Naval Academy who has not been released to go play. Now, are you talking the law are you are you talking about federal yeah, statute yeah. or are you it's talking a, about it's baseball a, it's a federal statute. because there's a player with the naval academy who's not allowed to play he has to do his five years of service well, i don't know why his reason is but i my understanding was that trump signed the law in 19 and maybe he graduated before the law was signed i don't know but he he has to he can delay it, it used to be he had to do it all Right before you could go play. Well, first of all, if it's a law, it would be signed by Congress. Yeah, and Trump signed Trump signed the bill. Trump approved the. You know, he signed it into law when Congress. I need to find it. out who it is because there is a player for the Naval Academy football player who they will not allow to play in the NFL. He has to go his five years of oh, service. Well, I hadn't heard it's that. a delay, right, Jeff? Yes. Yeah. They, yeah. They yes. delay their service he, five years. As soon as he as soon as he uh, finishes baseball. Then he has to fulfill his five years. What if they play till they're forty? Then he goes into the <laughs> navy when he's forty-one. Yep, or forty. Yeah, and that's why the guy from the naval academy is saying, I'm, "It's not that I don't want to serve. I do. I just want to wait." Yeah, well, you're in the prime of your life, and you got yeah. a shot. Yeah. yeah, well, you should look that up. There must be a maybe. There's a some sort of exception for for him. I don't know, but there's a guy. Uh, the Dragons also had a pitcher from the Air Force Academy doing the same thing. And then you've got the old school Roger Staubach, who did sit out five right. years. Old school, I guess, David, David Robinson, Robinson, who Robinson. did sit out five right. years. Well, in the in the, in the in between time, they did a thing where you could do two years of service, go play, and then come back and finish. Now you can put the whole thing off. Hmm. For, you know, for a baseball player, you know, you take two years off of baseball – that's right. Yes, everything. That's everything. Such a skill position. And then he's, then he's when he's coming back, he's probably twenty-five, just starting out. I mean, that's right. what's you know, it really limits his, his potential to get to the bigs. So anyway, but I like that kid. He's, he's always in the middle of everything. You know, Cameron um, Kinley. 
Cameron Kinley yeah. is the name of the player from the Naval Academy. Um, his appeal was denied, and he is has to go to service right away. Huh. Not sure what the that Maybe came out. That came out less than a month ago. Hmm. Must be some sort of exception on him. I don't know. My understanding was <coughs> that was football. That was, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It should seem like it'd be the same for anything, but hmm. so anyway, so we're a little off track there. But um, you know, um, is this team? Here's the question. Overall, uh, offensively, we got the bet. I mean, we had the best offense in the division. It's not really that close. And without Moose, did, yeah, does this team have enough pitching? If the off, if they continue to be a good hitting team, which no reason to think they won't be, um, is there enough potential in this pitching staff to close ground? You know, close the gap on the Brewers, and or you know, and the wild card thing by in the next couple months. What do you think? My, well, I'll go first. Yeah, I mean. If Sonny stays healthy and Miley and the rest of the staff keeps pitching like they're pitching and our our bullpen, you know, I, I'm optimistic that Antone coming back is really going to help and you never know with Lorenzen. But so, yeah, I mean, I think that they, the, the part, hard part is, is they have to be so good the rest of the year because that the West, you know, is going to get both wild cards. And so they have to really be good. Yeah, they have to catch a West team to get and, the wild card, our, or they have to catch the Brewers. Or the Brewers. Our record against the West is, is horrible. horrible. Yeah, so, did well against the Dodgers, but yeah. the other two. We'd be in first place in the East with our record right now. Yeah, and the yeah. the Padres thing was like, I mean we, I mean, what we what are we five and one against them or something like that? Lost six four, and one. two, one and six. One and or well, one that and was six. All, that was when our bullpen was right. But well, they that first game in San Diego, the bullpen blew it in the ninth inning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you really, if you went back and look at all those games, they were in every one of those games. All of them could have they gone were. either way. You're they right. just didn't go their way. You're right. I mean, it wasn't like the Padres dominated them. They just couldn't find. You know, Padres found ways to win. They didn't. So that's. That's what happened there. So, what do you guys think? What do you think? Is we, we, enough, we get we're ten and twenty against the West. Yeah. But uh, as far as you know, I guess here going into this weekend, and then coming out of the All Star break, we're gonna know. Yeah. Because we got seven games against the Brewers, and we need to take more than just four out. Of, you know, four out of seven. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the least we have to do. Yeah. Yeah, because that only picks up one game. So, Jeff, to your question, starting pitching, yes. Bullpen, no. You think the bullpen's going to be the thing to continue to, in the end? The played 83 games, take out the past 10. That's that's 87.5% of your schedule right there, what they've done. Yeah. Yeah, they're the worst in baseball. You take out the last – Last week or so. Well, when when do teams? You remember a couple of years ago when the Nats uh, had a horrible first half? Yeah, they were they were several games under five hundred. Yeah, and then they were then they just tore it up. And they won the World Series, right? So yeah. when when do teams like that gel? That started yeah. in June. Yeah. So end of May. You know, who knows what we're seeing with the bullpen? You just we don't never know. know. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, you've you've got. I heard the, uh, the, uh, Jim Day talking with Hembry here on the pregame. Hembry didn't even have a slider coming into this year. Can you believe that? Major league level pitcher mm -hmm. without a slider. There's not too many of those. 
All right. Two pitch guys out of the bullpen sometimes, and that's about it. And he's just learning his slider. And I, I, that struck me as a little bit and he's weird. Got, he's got a lot of experience. He's been around for a while. Yeah. I think it, it is weird to learn a pitch in the middle of the season. I think yeah. that. <laughs> well. So, you know, if you have I'm guys sure like I'm sure this, he's not using it a lot. but I, I think that our, the good thing about our bullpen, I think they have a great attitude. I think they have a team attitude. They root for each other. I think they all want each other to do well. And uh, I, I think as our team, I think we have a good team atmosphere. I feel like they do too, yeah. John. It really seems like they all get along well. Yeah. It is. And, so and, I, and I think they're gritty too. And there's something to be said about that in the in locker room. And I think that's that's a good start, yeah. you know. I agree. I agree. I think they're all pulling for each other. I think, you know, I think Bell has done a good job with that. Yeah, I actually think Winker helps with that. Sure, you got to have player leaders, but you got to have a manager that sets a good tone, and then he's got to let guys like Winker and Castellanos and Vado yeah. lead and do that. Joey's get got out a lot of the way. more. Joey has a lot more spunk this year, and and he's not being so weird. He said he's trying to have more <laughs> spunk. He saw that the rookies enjoying it, and so yeah. he wanted to as well. Yeah, yeah, I did hear him talk about that. You know. Uh, I mean, I pulled up some stuff here. You're talking about pitching. Um, um, overall pitching, you know, we've got the Reds in the National League. Or Let's see. This is a 5.22 ERA. That's for relievers on the season. Um, and that's next to last in the National League. I think this but past you, week is the when they moved out of last place yeah. into next to last. But you know, baseball is is what have you done for me lately? And um, you know, the last uh how did I do this here? The last uh since since June 25, so the last 10 days it is 116, second best in the league behind the Dodgers. Um and I think I was playing with this on fan graphs earlier, and I think I did it for a month, and they were top five. They were – I mean, the ERA was very good, like around two. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know – So it, who's just, to say these recent numbers are not changing over to right. get us through the end right. of the season? So there's the whole thing, right? It's like the stock market, right? Past performance does not – Right. right. So what's so we got two past performances we're looking at. We're looking at the bad and the good. Well, the ugly and the good. <laughs> you know, the good and the ugly, and the you know the good, yeah, and the, the bad and the ugly and the good. So so what's the rest of the season? I think that's the question. Is the rest of the season what we've seen lately? Or are they going to revert back to? Is this just the hot stretch every? bullpen's bound to have and they're going to fall back that's what and beat I was going to say you it, know I don't know in a 162 game season is seven day seven days enough to say it's a trend I don't think seven so. days isn't but a month I mean the past month it's around two now does that mean they haven't blown a couple games in the past month of course they've blown a couple yeah, games but that's always every, every bullpen so, blows so a couple if you were games saying that month. what about the first three months that's much more than a trend that's, that's much more as of a Bill trend Parcells than a used to say your records you know who you are Exactly. Exactly. But Again, that's football. Yeah, it's a different sport. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a different sport. <laughs> I'm sorry. What am I thinking? <laughs> it's a totally different sport in that way, where things can can totally change and and, and be very different. Um, I mean, that's the hope. So that's the glass half full thing. The glass half empty is I don't trust this bullpen, and and I think my fingers are crossed. 
Yeah, you we, know, all of us. I think are. everybody's fingers are crossed on this. I don't think it. I don't think it, it's not hopeless. It's like this bullpen's never going to be do anything for us. But you know, they've shown it's it's. I'd rather be coming off a good stretch than a bad stretch. So it seems like the last I don't know five years that the Reds will have. You know, they they'll be around five hundred or flirting with five hundred. Then they'll go through. It'll be a a week and a half or a two week stretch. And they'll just collapse. That's happened so often. That's what we can't have happen. No, yeah. And I think you're right with the Brewers series. This, this is a time where they've got to keep performing like they have been. So are the Brewers all that good? I mean, offensively, they're not good. Uh, their their pitching has been great. Can their pitching hold up? You know, what? Yeah. all it takes is – look what's happened to the Cardinals this year. Their mm. pitching has been decimated by injuries. You know, what all of a sudden if uh, one of those starters goes down or Hater gets hurt? I mean, I'm not wishing that but for on them by any means, but, I mean, Wayne those Wright's things. Wayne found the fountain of youth. Yeah, you know, those things happen. And, um, you know, is, you know, Burns and Woodruff and especially Peralta have never done it for a whole year at a high, high level like they are. So are they having Trevor Bauer year type year or are they going to regress a little bit? And, and, and if they don't. You know they, that's a team that needs another bat. I mean, they need a corner guy or something on that team. If they're gonna if they're gonna if they're well, offensively well, gonna I get it together. I, you know, we shouldn't really be talking about the Cardinals in a Reds podcast, but uh, you know, <clears throat> whenever you have a change or a breakthrough for a team, who's to say that we're not seeing the beginning of something good? Like who? It would be interesting to talk to a Nats fan for that season. I mean, obviously, it was probably a dream season for if you were a Nationals fan. Right. But it changed. They did. They started off lousy. We started off lousy after, what, the first week of the That's season the first or so. Week, yeah. And uh, who's to say now that we're not turning the corner? All right. Here's the wild card for me. You're going to say something negative, I can nope, tell. I don't think so. <laughs> the crackdown of Major League Baseball on, I'll just call it the sticky stuff. Yeah. RPM's going down dramatically. Garrett Cole's ERA looks like his bowling score. Okay? <laughs> if, our Reds, if our Reds pitchers haven't been using that stuff and and – Certainly our bullpen has not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's hope not at least. You know, does that become an equalizer for us? Because it's the Reds, <clears throat> excuse me, it's the Reds offense that has been lights out this year. It's the Brewers, let's say, they're, they're pitching, and they're definitely their bullpen has been lights out. So, who you know, it's only been, what, uh, about eight, nine days now that they've cracked down on what's going on? Yeah, but, a week or but two. But the yeah. results – Garrett Cole, his results have been horrible. Mm-hmm. Trevor Bauer, <laughs> I won't say his results have been horrible, but his RBPM and such has been not Trevor Bauer like. Yeah, it'll be interesting. That's an interesting thing. That's just sort of like when they crack down on the PEDs. You know, that changed mm-hmm. things too for mm-hmm. some guys. So interesting, interesting thought. I mean, you know, um, okay. So let's move on uh, offense. Uh, we got a couple all-star outfielders that have just been a blast to watch this year. Have um, we ever had two all-star outfielders, two all-star starters before? I, that, I'd have to look that up. I mean, 
I mean, a rose, yeah, we did. a rose and a foster, a rose, it was, uh, a rose and a. I heard that. It rose was, was Gus things. Bell oh. and um, Wally Post, or no. uh, no, he's a first baseman. Nope. Um, Klazuski. Nope. First baseman. That's was, right. He was a first. It was Gus Bell and was it uh, Lee May. No, no that's, mm. that's no, that's mm. later. Well, Somebody there was that year quick. in the fifties when they had like eight guys make the All Star team. It's probably that year. Because then when they made them redo the revote and everything, because they they didn't mm-hmm. let the Reds take all their players because they said the Reds stuffed the the box. That's probably yeah. what it was. Did Foster and Griffey Senior ever make it together? Well, Griffey played in All Star games, but I bet he never got voted as a starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I heard them talk about that, it was it was, it was a, that I, far. I remembered right? Gus Bell because yeah. David Bell, and I and I and I if I heard the other name, I'd know who it was. Yeah. But. Speaking of Wally Post, you guys know that name, right? Yeah. Um, so, for those, I mean, this is just a little another Cedarville uh, trivia thing here. So, the Cedarville High School baseball team went to regionals this year. In 1945, they went to state. I did, read you read, your article. did you read that? So, in 1945, they went to state tournament and they played Fort. They played Saint Henry in the state tournament, and Wally Post hit a big home run. For St. Henry? For St. Henry to beat Cedarville that day. Uh, and his brother was the starting pitcher. They they alternated as the pitchers, and Wally, Wally could hit the ball a mile back then as a kid. Hmm. They played the game at Ohio State, and the, I talked to the dad, the son of one of the guys who played on the team, and he said his dad said that he hit the ball. Well, they dropped a fly. They dro- he popped one up foul, and somebody dropped it. And, like, and in that same next, as bat, yeah. maybe next pitch or whatever. Um, he hit one, he said, like 200 feet over the center fielder's head, and there was no fence. He said, that ball's still rolling. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and so that was interesting. So, anyway, to get off that, so, um, you know, I mean, Castellanos and Winker, I mean, the numbers the year they've had speaks for itself. I mean, this team would not be 43-40 and without without either one of those guys. I mean, only if only – one of them would would have been great to have a great year like first half like that, but we obviously needed it, both of them. So well, to, it's just been it fun to like watch the, them to make the playoffs. You need some guys to have career years. You do, I'll, always, you know, and be an MVP conversation. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know that either one of them will win it. We got a long way to go, and Tatis is just nuts right now. Um, he's leading the league in everything, just about. So last time the Reds went to the playoffs, it was Votto's big year, right? Well, they went well, last year. year. But well, in a, I'm not counting last year. In a full, se- in a full season? Uh, 2012. Thir- in 12 or 13. Wasn't that his? <clears throat> or wasn't 13. It, was that 20. his MVP? Year? I thought 2010 was his MVP. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Okay, you guys are probably right. It was 10. And then, in, like, in 17. But he still 18. had a good year. He had yes. a good year. Yeah. Yeah, he was having lots of good – he was having a good year every year then. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and it's been obvious that some other guys are going to have to pick up the pace – because those two guys aren't going to hit 350 all year. I mean, yeah. I don't – nobody hits 350 anymore, and those guys aren't. And, and Winker's slumped a little bit lately. And He's 314. I yeah. think Custown's 340. Yeah, right they, he dropped off a little bit. But I'm, I'm, I like what I'm seeing out of – Votto get a hit tonight already in this yes. game? Yes, yeah. You know, he's hitting like 400 over the last he, week, and he's yep. just he's, – he's, he's raking. I mean, I was glad to see David Bell move Suarez out of the four or five hole. He's batting around what six, six or seven. Yeah. Put him Votto and four or five seems to be, you know, okay. Let's move guys who are producing, and Votto certainly has been producing since he came back. 
He has. He has. And then the rookies, you know, uh, India's been good as a, in the leadoff hole, I think. Uh, I don't know what his I – mean, tracked his numbers. I mean, he. I think early on he'd have a bad game and a good game, so his he's numbers were kind of average. But he's he's around in the 270s. He's in the 270s, yeah. yeah. And uh, he gets some key hits. And, and, and Tyler Stevenson has been a real clutch hitter. Clutch, yeah. Um, and doing a good job. So it's good to see – we we we've needed some rookie bats to begin to do something for this team. I mean, uh, young bats at least, because Sinzel's been, you know, he's he's at the he's at the mash unit all the time. So yeah, but I'll tell you what, Tyler Maycoin has been oh, he's great, a great pickup. Oh my gosh, I That's remember when they signed him, and I'm like, who? Right. Yeah. And, and right. I've talked to friends of mine who are Cleveland Indian fans, and they're like. You know they're they're shrugging their shoulders. Where's where was this when he was with Cleveland? Yeah, he threw somebody out at second base yesterday from the warning track. Mm -hmm. The guy's got a cannon. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, mm -hmm. it was impressive. He's the, you know, he's probably the most underappreciated guy on that team right now. Like, because I think it's probably because Castellanos and Winker get all the they get all the I, press, I think right? He's second in RBIs, right? But yeah, he's 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 so he's batting in the spots in the order where you're expected to knock guys in, right? He's done it. Um, and even you know, and Suarez, as bad as his batting average has he's been, he's got a lot of RBIs. He's, he's he's sort of done. A, he's, he's sort of having an Adam Duvall kind of season. Well, he was batting four and five for the longest time, so, so you would think you know you, got these two you get guys some in front hits of every now and then. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna knock in some runs, and he's he's hit a good. He's his home run number is is, is thirteen. Is, I think been very respectable. Very respectable. Sure. I mean, he's not. <laughs> he's either striking time, out or hitting a home run. It seems yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I made more a lot more contact lately. I think I, I think. I don't know. I think Suarez, for this team, I said this the other day, for this team to get where it wants to go, you got to Suarez has to be part of it. Yeah. If you don't, if you bench him and play a rookie, you're not really gonna get anything any better, and you're certainly not gonna get what Suarez could give you. So, I mean, he's done it. He, he's had too many good seasons to just Agreed. bail on him. So, what but happens I, when Moose comes back? Ah, that's a good question because Suarez hasn't been a very good shortstop so. or third right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, that's a great question. Well, you know, the bench in any sport is a great motivator, right? Yeah. And I was glad to see because it happened with Votto last year. I was glad to see that they sat Gino down for two games in a row. I it just mm -hmm. it's a great motivator, and we'll see. But. I was wondering the same thing, Tom. When Moose comes back, what's going to happen? I guess you got to move him to short, right? If they're, if they're not going to yeah. bench Suarez. Yeah, I, I would play Suarez and Moustakas before I, I'd play Farmer all I the time. I don't know. I think India played third base, but he may have played shortstop in college. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to move him to short now. But no. the thing is, okay, do we put Moose to second, which is where he played last year quite a bit. Yeah, I, it's it's that's a touchy thing to mess around with India. I know, and, I know. You know and India uh, could be a guy who could completely handle it, but maybe not. So it's a – it's a it's a it's a good problem to have, as they say. You know the outfield's crowded. You know because Akiyama has at times swung the bat really well, but he didn't get to play a lot. Yeah, but and I don't think you're going to mess with that outfield right now. No, I, mean, yeah. I wouldn't. No, you got three solid guys out there. So they're D. So Winker's DH in this week, at least tonight. Tonight he was. You got Aquino in left field. So Aquino's playing left field. I mean, there's a guy too who, man, if you just let him go for a while, what would what, what might he become so they seem deeper than they've seemed yeah um i'm not saying they're the deepest team in baseball by any means but they seem deeper 
And so I, I do like that. Um, so Mustaka sometime after the break here is supposed to come back. Uh, Lorenzen somewhat. Sinzel. I mean, Sinzel becomes another, like, where do you, where do you, how does he get back? How does he get in the lineup? Uh, you know, you're able to take advantage of some lefty righty, uh, stuff, some, you know, historical, look at historical matchups of guys and maybe, uh, Maybe some of those things help you win some games. Give people a break, right? Yeah, because the season gets long and hot. And, um, you know, it's uh, a long way to go. long way to go. So, here we sit. 43-40 and 40 will be seven games out going into tonight. Yeah. Brewers are playing as well as they can play. They're not going to keep winning every night, obviously. Uh, what do we play them? The end of this week and then right after the break, right? It's seven straight games. Huge thing um if we come through that not any worse off than we are and maybe even a little better um are we uh the trade deadline looms after that i don't see this team as selling at all i think well you're doing whatever you can to improve the bullpen if we go one and six against the brewers then it might be yeah because then we have three against the mets three against cardinals then four against the cubs you know it July is going to be t- that. Yeah, July's maker feels make or break, doesn't yeah. it? In, in in a sense, feels super super important because you, you know, every, you know, it's. I mean, you can say, well, every game counts. Well, yeah, but certain August. times of the season, you got to get yourself into position to have a shot, and they've so they've got to do that. Here's here's the, the if we can make do in July, if we can just hang tough, maybe two, three, four games above five hundred. And um, in July, which would be good, uh, August gets way easier. August, we have the Twins, the Pirates, the Indians, Braves, Phillies, and then uh, and then uh, Cubs and Marlins. Yeah, and don't forget, didn't the Brewers in the Brewers in this streak play the Rockies and the Diamondbacks? Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, oh, yeah. well, there you go. <laughs> that's that's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you know, you're supposed to beat those teams. Yeah. And, you know, and, uh, but, but you yeah, know, what, seven games what are we going to do with, you know, if we become sellers, Castellanos, you know, at the end of the year, it's, it's he has an, an option. O- he has an option to leave. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're not, we're not going to get much for him. Uh, no. Because basically somebody's just going to rent him for two months. They're going to get the same con. He's yeah. going to, he's going to take that same contract. He's going to take that contract with him. Yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't think if we can if we can hang hang tough here. You know, I, I think we. I, yeah, I'd hate. You know, if 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 we let go of, of Castellanos, uh, I think the fan base would turn. Well, very, isn't it a player option? Very it's not. A, is, it's is a player it, option. It's so a he, player he, option he, he for mean, next year. He means. He means. But if trade him at the if, trade if, him at the deadline. At the deadline. Um, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, I. But, I I mean, what would that do to you as a Reds fan? I that, know. I'd be, you know, I'd be disappointed. I'd be like, you, okay, so maybe we won't want it this year, but he seems to like it here. Talk, talk him into staying, and maybe next year, you know, don't give up on. It's like you're giving up on. Right. It's not if you if you do that, you're not only just giving up on this year, you're giving up at least on another year. Well, yeah, forget short term. Go a little bit longer. A guy like Winker is going to say, "Why do I want to play here?" Yeah. If you're going to do this, yep. you're spinning wheels. Yep. And so it's 
to me, it's like the commitment level to your star players or someone trade. That's why we were so, I, at least I was so surprised when Moustakas came, Castellanos came. It's like, okay, good vibes. And mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, Moustakas hasn't stayed healthy enough. But uh, to me, that's concerning. Where, where would a guy like Winker yeah. want to go? Or in the short term, Castellanos. Yeah. Well, you if, look at if, you look at twenty twenty four. So that's okay. After this year, two more years. Two more years. So you look at twenty twenty four. That's a club option year for Vado, and they're not going to pay twenty million for him, to him. No. Nope. Now he might stay for less, or he might retire, but he, he they're not paying him twenty million. And um, Castillo, Winker, Molly. Garrett, I'll become free agents after 2023. So I think your point is well made of like if we do that and we and we just sort of tread wire for the next couple of years and haven't really done everything we can, why stick around? If indeed these four guys play themselves into position to go out and get a big contract. they I mean, they have to perform to be able to do that. But if they do – why? I agree. Why stay? Why stay? I mean, Bauer left because I mean, he, he, could he got offered. He got offered the moon. A mint, yeah. yes. So I can't. You can't blame him for that. No. But anyway, so. Um, um, what do we need to add? Do we know if if we're gonna add something? Typically, if you add, what do you do? You trade prospects for. The guys who have, you know, not the friendliest contracts in the world is usually what happens. Or you make these tight minor moves and put somebody in your bullpen that uh, that can work for you. Whose phone is that? <laughs> I thought I was on mute. <laughs> is that the is that uh, Bob Castellini calling us for advice? <laughs> <laughs> The umpires just came out and checked Genret for sticky substances. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I think it's a little early to maybe. I thought I'd put that question out there, but I, I, I read an I, article I, that that said that you know the bullpen would be the logical place they would add to. But when you look at who's out there to get, is it really better than Antonio Lorenzen would be? And it's not. So they don't expect the Reds to do anything. That's that's always the thing. Can you better yourself if you can't really better yourself? And yeah. then people, fans get impatient. Why don't I do anything? Why don't I do anything? Well, you know, it's who's out. Who's going to be out there? Right? I I know. Yeah. It's well, the only guy that's going to be out there is a guy who's good, who doesn't have a friendly contract, who's on a team that's out of the race. Yeah. That's that's, that's what pretty you, narrow. <laughs> and that that becomes a narrow thing, right? As far as because if they're out of the race, the teams that are out of the race. There's not a whole lot of good players on those teams. Uh, there's always a couple, you know. Um, but, okay. All right. Um, so, this division. feel like we have to win the division because the West is so loaded. Seems like it. Feels that way. They're farther out. They're farther behind the Brewers than they are the Padres, but still feels like division's your best bet. Um, I mean, the Reds by far have the best offense so far in the division. As we as I talked about earlier, um, Brewers have the best pitching. Um, the Cubs, I don't know what's going on with them. I mean, they've either been really good or really bad. Haven't they had like? Don't they? Less, 
I mean, they had that. They threw that no hitter, and they've lost nine games since they threw that no hitter. Oh, but the, the games against the Reds were really tight. We're tight. So they were not getting blown out. They're not bad. They're just not. But they 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 run really hot and really cold. The Reds sort of losing Schwarber really hurt them. Schwarber's having a great year for the Nationals. Yeah, they miss him a lot. I agree. I agree. The Cubs could be a team. Could be a seller. If, if things don't turn around for the Cubs in the next four weeks. Mm-hmm. If they if they if 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 all if they're all of a sudden they're twelve or thirteen games out, you know Javier Baez would go get Rizzo. He can he can room with Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they would. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they get along great. <laughs> so I you know is this do the Brewers? Here's the question I'll, I'll ask you guys. Um, Kim, you, you start this one. Do the Brewers seem uncatchable? I would say no. Okay. Um, you, you you take out they've won eleven and they're up by seven over the Reds, right? right. Um, it, it's easy to say, wow, it's going to be hard to catch them because they won eleven in a row. But take that out, and you know, it, it, I, I do not believe they're uncatchable. No. Okay. All right. What what do you see? Is there what's their weakness? I mean, they're offensively they haven't produced like. They have at times – in the past, the offense has carried them. You know, but that's not happening this year. Um, what do you guys think? Are, the, are there I, – I don't know a lot about their staff, their pitching staff. Are, well, are, are these, is this an anomaly year for some of these guys? Well, a little bit. Are they pitching out of their behinds? Well, or well you know, Woodruff and Burns are, are pretty – still fairly young, and they've – and they're just maybe realizing their potential possibly. Now, Peralta, Freddie Peralta, I feel like is pitching over his head more than those guys are because he's he's been around a little longer and he's never been great this feels like his one great season maybe in his career Mm. can he continue that i don't know i don't know so what do you think john well who's to say that the reds can't have a run like that yeah i mean we're pretty streaky yeah so I mean, we've we've got four of them down right now. It'd be a real good time to get really yeah. hot, yeah. Especially playing them. Like, yep. I think it's it's the recurring kind of I theme mean, here. This next two weeks ago, there was a log jam in the central. Yeah, yeah. And you know, us, the Cubs, Cardinals. Well, we were a good what Bruce? six, seven games behind the Cardinals, and then in a matter of ten days, we were ahead up. Yeah, yeah. Cardinals of. So, you know, I think we're a streaky team. We can put together something like that and, you know, be right back in it. You do have to like that the thing that we struggle with the most, we are getting some people back to help us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, As opposed to if we were struggling hitting, not having anybody come back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, you know, last year was look at the hitting last year. Now look at what we're doing. Right. I mean, this is what we expected to happen last year. Mm-hmm. Right. And too bad we don't have the pitching from last year. Yeah, I mean, uh, the pitching, like, I think Kim was right. I mean, the starting pitching has been good. It, has it been as dominant as last year? No. But it's not the reason they're only 40. The bullpen's the reason they're 43 and 40. Right. Um, you can We can fuss about we, – we can talk about Suarez not – not doing doing his being himself. We can talk about injuries to other guys and other guys having you know waiting for rookies to to come along. We, we can talk about a lot of stuff like that. But in the end, um, the bullpen's the biggest been the biggest problem. But 
You keep waiting for Suarez to catch fire. Yeah. And He's 30 points from the Mendoza line. Right. I, I think. And this is how he hit last year. I know. So you keep waiting and keep waiting, and then it's like, whoa, you know, maybe there's something seriously wrong here. Yeah, I don't know. There's a guy, if there was a great reliever out there to get, you might Ooh. consider moving. Suarez? Yeah. yeah I, but there's not. There's not a reliever to get. If if there's a guy that, that could get traded, I think it's him because you've got enough other guys to fill those positions. Right, right. It's, it's, and you've got Jose Barrero on the on – the, or Jose Garcia last year, Jose Barrero now. He's on the horizon – He's in I the uh, Futures All-Star game. Yeah, I don't think he's ready to really help him this year. But, um, yeah, I mean, I could see some, a team saying, well, maybe Suarez can come over here and hit, and we need a third, we need a corner bat. I mean, don't train to the Brewers, but, yeah, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> that'd be the worst comeback to haunt you ever. Yeah. But don't do that. But, you know. Maybe the Yankees. <laughs> they're They're struggling. Yeah. They're struggling. I mean, they're always buyers, but they're above five hundred. We say they're yeah. struggling. But yeah. yeah, but you know, well, Chapman's been terrible. Oh, I know. He made. I think uh, his ERA was under one like three weeks it's ago. Like zero point three or and something. Now it's like it's the worst stretch of his career. And now it's like almost five or over five. <laughs> Life of a reliever. And huh? he made the All Star team. That's our Chapman for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, anyway, okay. Um, so. You know, I think – I don't think the – I didn't really answer my own question yet. I don't, I don't think by any means the Brewers are uncatchable. I think I think they have obvious weaknesses offensively. Um, if the pitching gets a little – I mean, drops – you know, it's just not quite as good, it could, it, it could cost them. Um, and this hot stretch, like, we just, you know, they haven't played very good teams. That's always a part of that. And – so, but you're right, John, going back to that schedule, you know, well, a week from now, well, well, more than a week from now, almost two weeks from now, we'll know either we're kind of status quo. Right. We can't be any worse than status quo. If all of a sudden we're 10 or 11 out, then that's – Yeah. That, that feels too steep. But if we're, we're six or seven or five or six or seven out after this seven games with the Brewers, I'm like, hey, we can catch these guys. So – We'll see. Um, as you know, I was the only one who predicted a winning record on this season, so we'll we'll find out if I know what I'm talking about. We're all rooting for you. Well, <laughs> we are. Yeah, that's here's, right. Here's the the. I'm just looking at who the Brewers play in July, besides us. So they play us, and then they play us, and um, they got the Mets, us again in the middle of the month. Yeah. Uh, then the Royals, White Sox, and Pirates. Oh, the White Sox are tough. Yeah. And the Royals have a losing record, but they're not awful. Just barely, no, they're right? Not. They're no, like they're about they're 13 like under, aren't they? They're 13 uh, No, under? I think they're like six under. Really? Okay. I think. But, but at least our last three games of the season are against the Pirates. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> Might need to win all three of them. Yeah. May not matter. Yeah, let's see what the brewer, who the Brewers play to wrap yeah, up. Royals they play are, the Dodgers. Royals are thirty-five and forty-eight. Yeah, thirteen under. Oh, are they? Are they? Yeah. Well, yeah. I was looking at something. I looked at something else. I was looking at somebody else. Then I wasn't looking at the Royals. 
or I read the number wrong. I was wrong, Kim. You believe that? Every dog. <laughs> every, every dog has – you had your day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, has this been a fun baseball season? Or, mm-hmm. a frustra- yeah. or has oh, it yeah. been frustrating? Oh, no, they're in it, you know, yeah. so it's keeping it's us fun. watching. If I could watch. Yeah. Well, we've had performances where the we're leading the major leagues and scoring double digits. We've yeah. scored a lot of runs. That's fun. And yeah. then we've been shut out eight or nine times or something like well, that, too. Well, see, it's, you're negative again. <laughs> no, I'm just pointing out the fact that we, you're, I'm trying to build on your point. We have all these great games, double-digit runs, but then you look and say, well, but we've been shut out eight times. So it would be nice to be a little more consistent. Two guys going to the All-Star game, yeah. starting. I mean, there's been a lot of good things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, and, and having – Rookies perform well, yeah. uh, including uh, Gutierrez. And Santiago wasn't bad. Now, he's not going to stay in the rotation, obviously, with Gray back. But I could live with Gutierrez in the rotation the rest of the year. I well, don't want to see Jeff Hoffman on the, in the starting <laughs> rotation. I can well, the thing about these rookies is every game they pitch, the major league learns more about them. <laughs> right, right. It, it well, makes they, it harder and harder. And they learn does. more about how to pitch. Yeah, uh, That's right. See, yeah. there, Kim was just hey, being you positive. There you go. Positive. Way to go, <laughs> Very <Tim>. nice. <laughs> well, Usually, whatever glass we're looking at, Tom sees it one way and Kim sees it. Yeah, <laughs> it's either he's full and Wait he's, a second, and he's though, empty, but, but and he's empty and he's full. Tom's like, hey, you know, put the rookies in there. I just uh, <laughs> give him a shot. Road to Damascus experience, evidently. Well, <laughs> you know, it goes both ways for the pitchers. You know, India started off hot. Yep. The pitchers figured him out. Yeah. He made adjustments. India's come he's, back. He's hitting well. Yeah, yeah. Rose he always, did change his stance. You're right. Yeah. Pete Rose always has a hard time with they So I just don't understand how guys can, like Jay Bruce, how they can continue. To, you know, pitchers figure him out, and they just continue to not be able to solve it year after year. Bruce was like that. He couldn't hit mm-hmm. the outside pitch. Well, part part of the thing is Pete Rose was an unusual, unusually good uh, mind for the game, and. You know, that's that's uh, guys like that. I mean, he's kind of – he was a bit of a savant when it comes to that. And and so other, not everybody's that. Right. I mean, physically – Jay Bruce probably had more physical talent than Pete Rose. Right. But you didn't have the – and nothing against Jay Bruce, but because I love Jay Bruce. He's one of my favorite Reds of the last 20 years. But, you know, I think uh, he just didn't have the same mind for the game that Pete Rose had. And, and and that's what, why a guy like, you know, if Pete didn't have the mind he had, he you know he had physical tools, but he didn't have, he didn't have, you know, great great physical tools. Right. So have you heard that story of Pete Rose when he got let out of jail? You guys heard that story? Maybe. Remember he was in jail for tax evasion. Yeah. And uh, Pete Jr. came picked him up from jail, and and Pete Senior said, "I want to go to a batting cage." Really? Immediately. So it took him to a batting cage. He puts his dollar in for his 10 pitches, you know. First pitch comes to Rose, hits a line drive up the middle, drops the bat, walks out and says, I still got it. <laughs> I think I It was did. probably an 80-mile-an-hour pitch. Yeah. <laughs> but still. Was he batting lefty? <laughs> I don't know. Don't have those details. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. What was the pitching machine on the left side or the right That's side? That's right. They're usually right-handed. They're usually right-handed. So, okay. Well, I don't think we have to worry about uh, – the Cubs could 
hang around. I think the Cardinals are pretty washed up, although it would be just like the Cardinals. Well, the Cubs were around. they were more than hanging around. Yeah, they went, what, I, they've lost nine in a row. Yeah, so. I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they're washed up. No. I, I, I think they can still be a factor. Um, uh, you know, a three-team three team race would be fun. Tighten they this find thing a way, up. don't they, those daggone Cardinals? Well, they do. They do. I just sooner or later they're got, they're bound for a bad year and uh I don't know they just I mean when you lose when you have them as much pitching issues as they've had it's amazing really that they're probably no farther down than they are who knows they're probably winning tonight so and their but, run differentials what minus 39 who the cardinals yeah 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 it's like that's for sure yeah they're not good not good okay well anything else guys I feel like we've been very nuts and bolts tonight, but uh, um been a while since we got to do this. Hopefully we can get together three or four more times before the end of the season, find chances to do this. So I'm sure our listeners are dying for us to come back. I know, so. I know. They're probably disappointed. I'm surprised I haven't been, you know, hearing from them. But, you know, out of sight, out of mind, I guess. Everybody's been tweeting me to be back on the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I shall do it. Uh, <laughs> So, but, I, you know, John, glad you get to Thank keep you. watching them. Glad mm-hmm. you were here. Um, I do get to see them some uh, when I'm covering the Dragons games. We usually have it on the press box, but I don't, I don't sit there and just watch it. I, you know, keep an eye on – one eye on it here <laughs> and there. So, I see some stuff. And then, nice thing, we were at the beach last week in North Carolina and or two weeks ago, and my daughter Kelly has the MLB um, pr- plan, MLB.TV plan. So, she logged in with her account. We were able to nice. I was able to watch the Reds quite a bit that week, and so anyway, we will be back and figure out what's going on. And um, I think when we return, we will we might maybe we'll be discussing those first place Reds again. That would be sweet. It would at least a close second, at least a close second. Close the gap. Close that gap. Close that gap. So anyway, I just say let's beat the Brewers. And uh, beat the Royals, beat the Royals this week, beat the Brewers, win 18 or 19 games in July and uh, see what happens. We'll give it a run. So, That's right. All right. So we'll just say, uh, as we always do, we'll finish off with Go Go Reds. Reds.